I can't help but identify with our very first reading and really the very first sentence, sentence when it says, observing the boldness of Peter and John and perceiving them to be uneducated, ordinary men. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had that, that moment in my life. Of course I am educated, but I've often felt very unworthy of the education that I've received as, as a priest. But in many ways, um, we can often feel this way in terms of spreading the gospel, which is the great commission that is given at the end of the gospel today, is, you know, Lord, who am I? I'm just kind of an ordinary, you know, person. Who am I to spread the gospel? And that's very much the way that I felt when I was, was called to spread the gospel. There, I'm going to come down here. It's just, it's always so hard for me when there's so many of you here and so many of you here, and then I'm like looking around. So, um, you know, one of the things I thought that was so difficult was just, you're like, Lord, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this gigantic task of spreading the gospel, especially in a formal way as a priest? So I was certainly nervous about that. But over the years, you know, you continue to learn and learn about these different things, and you kind of see the way in which you do it. And so, of course, one of the most famous attributed misquotes that we've probably heard before is, is the one to St. Francis of uh, the idea of like, um, preach the gospel always and if you must use words, which the, the truth of what it speaks rather than to who it's attributed to is the more important thing. The idea being that, you know, you can preach the words of the gospel with words, but you should do so with your life, with the actions of your life. That's the most important thing. And there's, there's a good book out there that written by Trent Horn that's called Stuff the Saints Never Said that's <laughs> attributed to them. And so that's one of those quotes that's in there. But um, one of the things that's so important about that is I remember even in a lot of the trips that I've taken um, to go climbing and do different things like that. One of the things that I had been very aware of is that you introduce yourself, I'm a priest, or maybe you introduced yourself and maybe you're wearing a crucifix. Maybe there's some sort of identifying mark where people might realize um, who you should be standing for, so to speak. So at that point, you might be very closely observed for your actions. Like if somebody knows that you go to daily mass or they, they know that you're a Catholic or something like that, and then they observe you doing sinful and stupid things, then that does not very, reflect very well on our preaching of the gospel or our living the way of the gospel. And one of the things that I had always noticed on these trips is like, you know, they're small things because small things end up helping us with bigger things, right? Small little virtues that we might be able to place into our life. And, and so, of course, people would see me remove myself from, you know, the trail at some point in the day to celebrate Mass. And so, of course, you know the wheels are turning in their head, right? They're like, oh, that's interesting, <laughs> you know? And then um, when we get in conversations, it's like, I don't use bad language. And it's just like, oh, that's interesting, right? You know, and so people notice these things about us. In fact, I remember before I had entered the seminary, I was at work one day, and somebody happened to say something. They said, um, they used the bad language. You know, they used the F word at work, and it was like, oh, you know, and stuff like that, which was not uncommon in an athletic facility, right? And so somebody said, oh, sorry, Peter. And I was at my desk, like, typing on my computer, and I turned around, and I was like, what? I was like, why are they sorry? And I'd realized that it was because people had noticed over the course of time 
that I didn't use bad language, so their assumption was that I would be offended at their use of bad language. And I was like, well, good for them to assume that, <laughs> you know, because if that made them be a better person, then that's kind of a good thing. But it just goes to show us how important the actions of our life are as soon as we step outside of this church. We can preach the gospel in a very specific way by telling people about Jesus Christ himself, which is of primary importance, that people actually know who Jesus Christ is, the Catholic Church is, the saints are, the Blessed Mother is, you know, like all of the most important precepts of our faith. But it's just like, but very closely married to that is the way that we live our life, the actions of our life. Those are the things that everybody's closely observing and seeing what we do, you know, in the shadows and in the light. And so it's important that, again, like I said throughout Lent, that what is on the inside matches what's on the outside. And so when it does not, that's what we have reconciliation for. We reconcile with the Lord and we realign ourselves with him so that we can preach the gospel in an authentic way that truly converts other people to Christ. God bless you all.